Aware Now, the official podcast for causes. Presented by Awareness Ties, Aware Now is rated O for original and organic content to raise awareness for the causes we're all tied to through personal stories and exclusive interviews. Tune in as we raise awareness a story at a time about topics that aren't always easy to talk about through conversations that are sometimes hard to have. Together, we are aware now. This is Resilience Reframed by Joel Kartner from Unyieldingly Human, his exclusive column in Aware Now magazine. This is found in the Hindsight Edition. Resilience Reframed. This month, I was asked a seemingly simple question. What have you learned from this year? And how do we take that lesson and carry it forward to better the future? My immediate reaction to the said question was, I don't know what the heck I've learned this year. I've just been surviving. Also, in a year where so much pain has been heaped upon so many across so many contexts, who is I to offer advice on a way forward? when I so often felt myself barely hanging on. My reaction to the question was then given further voice by the day I started to piece together an answer to said question. The day in question was not a day for me to do anything other than survive. I woke up with my body screaming in pain. It was cold, it was rainy, and I had just gotten back for my six-month check-in with my orthopedic. Appointments which always take some mental and physical adjusting to the aftermath because of the sheer magnitude of what they could mean. A change in the way I conceptualize my disability, a change in treatment, or a new problem altogether. They also mean increased pain because of injections. Suffice to say, between the appointment's aftermath, a naturally bad day, and whether not conducive to my general physical state, I was not in a good place. I was reading through Aware Now articles, trying to get a sense of the year from a less gloomy place, and talking to friends, family, and contacts, trying to get my life moving again. The unusual cocktail of reading articles spotlighting such a wide variety of causes, each bringing hope in their own way, and being supported by friends and family, combined with feeling genuinely awful, gave me the answer I was looking for. I was being humanized and supported by the people around me, and I was being brought back to hope by others, by reminding myself I was not alone via reading their stories. The power of humanization and normalization across experiences at a deeper, more personal level, both in telling my own story and hearing other people's stories, is what I have learned this year. As for what we can bring forward, I hope we can continue to foster an environment where people feel comfortable being vulnerable, despite all that has happened this year. So many people have had to show an extraordinary amount of resilience in the face of so many things. However, resilience and others' reactions to it can be paralyzing without a community to draw from. On a personal level, before doing the reading for this article, I always hated being called resilient. 
I understand that by all accounts, I shouldn't be alive right now. And I understand that overcoming what I have had to, to get to where I am, is a state of affairs from which people can take inspiration. It's a form of inspiration I'm happy to provide, and hopefully it can provide some guidance for other people as they deal with their tough times. Despite that potential, however, I'm also just a guy who's trying to live my life. There are times when I feel the weight of the inspiration people take from me, not as a benefit to be conferred, but as a pressure to continue, seemingly unhindered by my life's challenges. The thing is, that impulse to continue unimpeded affects most people. We convince ourselves we can handle most things on our own, but when it comes to trauma, it often takes a community to surmount it. If we can focus not on what we think our resilience means to others, but rather appreciate the sense of community it can foster, the broad sense that we are not alone, then the conversations we have will only prove more fruitful. Resilience and its consequences can also impact entire communities. Take for example this article, a read I cannot recommend enough. It encapsulates why touting an individual's resilience in the face of a community problem can be isolating. Part of why people have needed to be resilient this year comes from a place of institutional failure to provide the necessary support and resources to fight the many issues ranging from COVID to racial justice that have dominated the public consciousness this year. As pointed out in this article, institutional failure fosters the need for further individual resilience because it reframes a community problem as an individual one. We can, however, reframe individual problems as community problems by banding together in the community we have created here. We can take all of the issues we work so hard to bring awareness to and tackle them together not as individual ambassadors, columnists, advisors, or members, but as one family. This year has changed us irrevocably, but we still need to listen and learn from each other, and we still need to know that when the going gets tough, we can still take strength from each other. Not just by watching each other get through difficult things, but by supporting each other. Happy holidays, and here's to a brighter new year for everyone. Produced by Awareness Ties, Resilience Reframed was written by Joel Kartner, narrated by Ellie McGuire, podcast intro track by Thavia Speck, episode soundtrack by Soul Rising. Thank you for listening to Aware Now. To read our magazine, watch our broadcast, or join our community, be sure to visit our website, awarenessties.us.